Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen and today is September 4th. Today we finally begin five weeks of the book of Isaiah. I love the book of Isaiah and I want you to love it too if you don't already. The book of Isaiah is unique and it's beautiful because the prophet Isaiah was quoted more than any other prophet by far. Not It's not even a close contest. Jesus Christ himself quoted Isaiah more than he quoted anyone else. The Book of Mormon quotes Isaiah more than anyone else. Doctrine and Covenants quotes Isaiah. We should be riveted by the fact that every other prophet and the Savior himself seems intent on us learning Isaiah and coming to understand Isaiah. In fact, the Savior himself said to the people of the Americas, a commandment I give unto you, that ye search these things diligently, for great are the words of Isaiah. Well, if the Savior wants us to study them, and if he calls them great, then we better buckle in, and we better really get to studying. We need to search them diligently and fall in love with them to the point that we can echo the Savior when he says, great are the words of Isaiah. Now, in order to better understand the book of Isaiah, there are some tips and tricks that we can use in order to better understand the book of Isaiah. Now, I'm not going to hit on all of them today. As we go throughout the book of Isaiah, I'll point out some tips and tricks. But as we get started, there are three or four tips that I think are really important to understand from the beginning. The first is Isaiah, as a prophet, is able to see the beginning from the end, right? We know that he saw Christ. Nephi teaches us that. And we know that he has this gift of revelation. So he's seen the beginning from the end. And as he writes about it, he doesn't necessarily write about it chronologically. And I think that that's important to understand because in one breath, he might be talking about the millennium and in the next, he might be talking about his very own day. So it's important as we read not to get too hung up on the when of what's being talked about and really just more dissect what is being talked about. In fact, I remember in college, I was taking a class on Isaiah. I was in an institute class and we spent the entire semester on Isaiah and it was fantastic. But I remember as I was trying to better come to understand Isaiah for myself and better come to see what the meanings in Isaiah were, I remember going to my teacher and saying, okay, well, I was studying this chapter and look at this scripture. I was looking at it and, you know, it really could be a prophecy about Latter-day apostasy, but then also maybe it's talking about the conditions of when Jesus Christ came. I'm, I'm not quite sure. When was this referring to? And my teacher looked at me and he said, yep, <laughs> meaning it's referring to multiple things. And that's one of the beauties of Isaiah is that he can teach us about multiple things and multiple times in one verse. He can be prophesying of multiple times. In fact, Elder Oaks once said, the book of Isaiah contains numerous prophecies that seem to have multiple fulfillments. One seems to involve the people of Isaiah's day or the circumstances of the next generation. Another meaning, often symbolic, seems to refer to the events in the meridian of time, when Jerusalem was destroyed and her people scattered after the crucifixion of the Son of God. Still another meaning or fulfillment of the same prophecy seems to relate to the events attending the second coming of the Savior. The fact that many of these prophecies can have multiple meanings underscores the importance 
of our seeking revelation from the Holy Ghost to help interpret them. As Nephi says, the words of Isaiah are plain unto those that are filled with the spirit of prophecy. So that's the first two tips that we have here. We need to understand that in one prophecy, Isaiah can be talking about multiple different things. And so we need to not get quite so hung up on following a chronological order because he doesn't necessarily speak chronologically. And the second is we need the help of the Holy Ghost to understand the book of Isaiah. The second tip that I have for studying the book of Isaiah is something that Nephi teaches us. In 2 Nephi 25, he says, you know not concerning the prophesying among the Jews. And he explains that that's why Isaiah is hard to understand. And for us, it's the same thing. It can be difficult for us to understand because we don't know and we don't understand how the prophets prophesied in that day. We don't necessarily have that same grasp on the way they taught and the way they prophesied. In our day, prophets speak very straightforward. It's not a lot of symbolism, not a lot of poetry. President Monson quoted a lot of poetry, but it was different. So in order to better understand Isaiah, we need to know and we need to understand how prophets prophesied in the time of the Jews. And in that day, they used symbolism and they used metaphors. And so as you're studying Isaiah, as you're reading, look for and ask yourselves, what's the symbolism that Isaiah is trying to use here? What metaphors is he setting up? And feel free to explore those things. You don't necessarily have to be right as you begin Isaiah. Just start dissecting. When you see a symbol, start asking yourself, okay, what could this mean? What is he trying to say? In that day, what was that used for? In that day, what would the people have understood about that object? As we can better begin to understand the prophesying among the Jews, meaning symbolism and metaphors, we can better understand the book of Isaiah. Now, finally, my last tip for today in understanding Isaiah is understanding the topics that Isaiah frequently spoke about. I'm sure I'll talk about these again in the five weeks that we have coming up about Isaiah, but let me just review them now. Oftentimes, Isaiah would talk about one of these few topics. First of all, he would give warnings for the Jews of his own day. He would warn them about their apostasy or about their choices. He would prophesy of Christ's first coming. He would prophesy about the restoration and everything that goes with it, including the Book of Mormon. He would prophesy of the Latter-day Gathering and Latter-day Missionary work. In fact, there are some really, really neat prophecies about that. He would give warnings of apostasy in our day. He would talk about and prophesy of the second coming of Jesus Christ. And then he also prophesied quite a bit about the millennial reign of Jesus Christ. And so it's important that we look for those topics. It's important that we keep those topics in mind as we study, because if we know that those are the topics that he frequently spoke about, then we'll begin to be able to recognize them when they pop up in the book of Isaiah. Finally, something that we need to do as we study Isaiah is we need to look for Christ. I know I've talked about that throughout all of the Old Testament, but here in Isaiah particularly, Christ is a center theme for Isaiah. In that Isaiah class that I had in Institute, that particular teacher was 
part of an interfaith council here in Salt Lake City. So he would meet together with leaders of different faiths all throughout the city. And because of that, he gained really close, good friendships with leaders from all the different faiths. He became really, really dear friends with a Jewish rabbi here in Salt Lake City. And one day he was reading in the book of Isaiah, which the Jewish faith believes in, they study from, but maybe not quite as extensively as the five books of Moses. But he was reading in the book of Isaiah, and he read that beautiful prophecy about the crucifixion of Jesus Christ, about him going forth as a lamb to the slaughter. And as he read that, he turned to this Jewish rabbi and he said, what do you suppose that scripture is about? And the rabbi, not knowing that it was from Isaiah, a book that he believed in, said to my teacher, well, that's clearly a prophecy about your Jesus Christ, about who you believe to be the Messiah. And my teacher said it was all he could do not to just start laughing because it clearly is a prophecy of Jesus Christ, but it is also found in Jewish scripture. If we pay attention in Isaiah, if we look for Christ, you will find him everywhere. Symbolism and teachings about Christ are rich in Isaiah, which is probably why so many prophets taught from Isaiah, especially Nephi, who taught of Christ and rejoiced of Christ and preached in Christ, because he understood that if he could point us to Christ, we would be led to him and would be able to see him for ourselves. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.